Wait, what were you talking about? Um, monsters. Yeah. Monsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy almost Halloween friends, and welcome to a spooky special episode of Science Queries. I'm Sonia, and I'm joined by my friends Khan and Kiara, so get your costumes and jack-o'-lanterns ready, because today we are going to learn about monsters. So just to preface this episode, don't mind the title, you probably won't have any sleepless nights induced by this episode. It's not scary, and we're not going to turn into a horror podcast. But um, today I thought it would be fitting to investigate the backgrounds of some classic monsters. So let's get into it, starting with ghosts. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I just wanted to start out asking you guys, do you celebrate Halloween? Yes. I No, I want to <laughs> so bad. Like, I have never been trick-or-treating and I wanted to go this year. Oh my God. But then it couldn't yeah. happen. Oh, and I was like, and damn. I feel like the older you get... It's yeah, like it becomes you need less, a kid. Like yeah. it's harder to like be twenty. It's not like as acceptable go to go trick or treating. treating. That's true. I think I guess because like of the area. I mean, the country we're in. We yeah. don't. Halloween isn't a very yeah. big celebration. Yeah. And I think I walked my dog last year on, on Halloween, Halloween, and I just like looked at all these kids trick or treating. It was kind of cute. Like because I when I. I think the only reason I liked it so much because was I spent one Halloween in America and they do it so incredibly. Like every place like you go is like Halloween filled and everyone's houses are all like having like at least like a couple like Halloween treats. Like everyone is so extra about it. So it made me sad that we didn't have that in <laughs> Australia. Aww. Yeah, I remember last year um, kids would stop by the house and be like, trick or treat. And then my mom would be like, don't open the door. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so our first monster that we're going to discuss are ghosts, also known as apparitions, haunts, phantoms, poltergeists, shades, spectres, spirits, spooks, and wraiths. <laughs> poltergeists. Yeah, basically souls of the dead, which mm. originated from the belief in the afterlife or that souls are separate from the physical body. Uh, normally, they are said to haunt places associated with occurrence or emotion related to the person that died so especially places with traumatic pasts like jails or battle sites of course scientists come to the overwhelming consensus that ghosts are not real classifying ghost hunting as pseudoscience but do you guys believe in ghosts no <laughs> <laughs> that was like such a like i was like ready to hear a full-on ghost story yeah <laughs> by the way that you just like <laughs> um no I-, I don't but i think it's I put it in the same category as like astrology stuff. Like it's fun to think about, but yeah, I don't yeah, take true. It yeah. Seriously. I like it's fun to like listen or like read of the fiction. I mean, not so fiction. I yeah, don't know. Like it's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. and like it, ghost hunting vibes is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to watch. I don't know Buzzfeed Unsolved. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't personally really believe in them. I guess like if you've, it's really hard to convince people that you've had a paranormal experience yeah because like like you can't prove that you can't just be like hey ghosts come back you know like <laughs> um yeah i don't know i don't know i I'm guess just, it's i'm like, very skeptical that's yeah. just what i'll say i don't know i guess it's like like it's just a bu- if someone told me a bunch of weird coincidence i'd be like huh interesting yeah but i don't know like i would just be like okay yeah. i i just don't think i'd think deep enough into it like i'll just be like oh cool that's 
weird but yeah, then i'll just but yeah. not like actually considered it yeah for real. like i'll just be like okay that's just something that happened you know yeah like that's crazy <laughs> yeah so the earliest ghost story actually dates all the way back to first century ad in athens greece um pliny the younger reported the ghost of an old man with a long beard that was haunting his home yeah so ghosts or the belief in ghosts has been around for quite a while but do ghosts have roots in science? Well, surprisingly, a survey conducted by Chapman University in California from 2018 showed that 58% of respondents believed that places could be haunted by spirits. And in a different survey conducted by the Pew Research Center in Washington, one in five people said that they had seen or been in the presence of a ghost. Which is kind of hmm. weird. <laughs> yeah. Spooky. Yeah. So let's get into some possible scientific explanations. So you've probably heard of this one, sleep paralysis. Um, mm, that's yeah. a condition that lets you dream with your eyes open. So normally your body is paralyzed during rapid eye movement sleep and is unparalyzed when you wake up. But during sleep paralysis, your body remains paralyzed, even though you're, you have technically woken up. Which I think the idea of sleep paralysis is like more scary than the idea that goes yeah, surreal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like being trapped in your body yeah. while you wake. Yeah, my mom, I'm pretty sure my mom has had a sleep paralysis experience although like it, it was like a Vietnamese term I don't know how to translate that but I'm pretty sure it was sleep paralysis right and she said it was kind of something like pressing down on her when my brother has talked about it it was like a, a demon comes and like sits on his yeah. bed and like he can't oh. move and like you, you're just sitting there and you can't like get your body to do stuff yeah. and so you're just watching like these events unfold i guess yeah, yeah like that feeling of heaviness is associated with the paralysis of your body because you can't move mm. so yeah that's why you'd probably feel like something is stopping you from moving and pressing you down yeah but then she did something to my house because like that was when we first moved in i think like within the first two years of us moving into our house i would i don't know if i would call it a paranormal experience because i thought i was just dreaming but and like my vivid imagination and I read a lot of fiction so I think it was just me dreaming but I had an occurring recurring dream that there was a man standing at the end of my bed and yeah and like it terrified me because I was like excuse me like <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I want to sleep you know yeah and I would just like sleep tucked in all corners and because like it felt so real but I just I thought I dreamt it I don't know it was just weird but that happened at around the same time my mum had her sleep paralysis yeah. experiences. And then um, she did something to the house and then it we haven't had those experiences since. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess it's just like, <laughs> to me, I think it's just because we were in a new space. Yeah. And like it, we probably weren't used to it. Yeah. And Do you think like after she did something to the house, you just felt like more like... More like placebo yeah. effect. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just like, oh, like it shouldn't... Things shouldn't happen now. Like where. Like, I don't know, like, we've accepted the house as ours or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Like, it's just, I, I, I think it's just, like, a psychological that, though, thing. Where, like, the person thought she was dreaming that somebody was standing at the end of her bed, and then it was actually true. Oh, no. Don't yeah. tell me that now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. That was also, like, almost 10 years ago now. So, yeah. Yeah, I was pretty young. So, I mean, like, when you're young, you have pretty vivid nightmares, I guess. Yeah. That, yeah, doesn't exude any confidence. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah sleep paralysis <laughs> so another explanation is this it's very common but it's not a very common word pareidolia so basically this is your brain being wrong 
So, um, okay. like, you know how you see faces on inanimate objects yeah. or um, when you have your phone in your pocket, you feel like these phantom vibrations, even though your phone didn't get any notifications or like seeing shapes in clouds, mishearing song lyrics, all this stuff can be classed under pareidolia. And this is um, basically your brain filling in the gaps yeah, and seeing things, even though it's not actually there which like sounds more sinister than it actually is oh like is that like when you think people are saying your name yeah and they're not yeah <laughs> linking back to ghosts pareidolia could be the cause of people seeing things in the dark or hearing voices on evp those sort of like ghost hunting type <laughs> things and another thing is inattentional blindness. So have you guys seen that video? Or like, there's a whole class of videos. Like, um, did you see the gorilla? So like, in one of these videos, there's a bunch of people playing basketball. Or like, the kinds of videos where something is happening in the foreground and there are things happening oh, in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, they ask you, oh, like, did how you many candlesticks mm. were in the thing or whatever. <laughs> it's like there's Umbrella Academy videos. when they hit all the sparrows. You guys watch Umbrella Academy? Okay, never mind. But yeah, things like that. So what I read is that you only remember things that you're paying attention to. So for example, like if we're thinking about ghosts, being so absorbed in something, you didn't realize someone else opened a window. So you associate the window being open with ghost activity of some kind. In one of the articles, some shade. So people with better (laughs) critical thinking skills are less likely to believe in ghosts. So what does that say about people who do? Um, But actually, an explanation for ghosts could be seen in Albert Einstein's first law of thermodynamics, which says that energy cannot be created or destroyed, but can only change form. So our body's energy after death, could that be associated with ghosts? Oh. <laughs> Don't we just decompose into gas? Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And that's <laughs> what denounces this theory. Because, yeah, yeah duh, we just decompose. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so after those possible reasons, I also wanted, I guess, let's entertain the other side and say we believed in ghosts. What yeah. ghost hunting technology is out there? Oh, this is actually <laughs> kind of interesting because, like, I love, like, listening to this stuff because it's just kind of cool. But, yeah. like, you don't, don't really, it's not. I think it's funny. I mean, it's yeah. fun. It's fun. Like, yeah, found- <laughs> it's, it's fun to hear about, like, how it could work. Yeah. yeah. And I found some articles saying, like, oh, the, the kits for ghost hunting, yeah. you need these pieces of tech mm. if you are a ghost hunter. So the first thing is, of course, a digital voice recorder to capture any electronic voice phenomena or EVP that we mentioned earlier. Mm. So those are some, like, the weird footsteps or weird, like, oh, yeah, groans, yeah. <laughs> miscellaneous noises that um, ghost hunters pick up and then they play it back and they're like, whoa, a noise, an unexplainable noise. <laughs> Another thing is a digital camera to capture any shadowy figures, light anomalies and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because you want to use a camera because phones disrupt the electromagnetic field so yeah you want a separate camera not a phone another thing is an emf detector so people believe that unexplainable sources of electromagnetic radiation could be evidence of ghosts and stuff like that another thing is an infrared camera or a thermometer because people believe that you get cold when ghosts are around oh yeah i've heard of that one i've heard of that too i don't know like cold spots and that sort of thing um, motion sensors, for obvious reasons, binary response devices. So these would be um, like yes or no boxes or torches. 
or mm-hmm. candles or um, Ouija boards, stuff that you can directly communicate <laughs> yeah. with ghosts. Like, oh, yeah. turn turn the light off if you're here or whatever. And the last thing is, and if you're familiar with BuzzFeed Unsolved, you might recognize this, um, the ghost box or white noise generator. So this is for the spirits to use white noise to communicate. So basically what this box does, it continually scans radio frequencies. So I guess it's believed that the ghosts can somehow control this and then communicate with you via, <laughs> um, via like picking what words on the radio frequency say so like I don't know oh. that sort of thing if that makes so, sense so it's like blackout poetry but for ghosts oh that's yeah, so kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like most of these um, pieces of tech can or like most results that you get from these pieces of tech can be explained away by the wind mm. interference from phones like people stretching I generally to I think find it's evidence like if, if they are expecting something like then yeah like there's a lot actively, of confirmation bias yeah. involved yeah. Yeah. yeah oh there's a um show on youtube called i don't remember what they're called but they're like queer ghost hunters and <laughs> okay. they um it's really fun to watch i think i watched an episode and they it's like buzzfeed unsolved where they go to locations that are said to be haunted but they go to mainly like churches and stuff where like them might be in, i don't know like a lesbian nun for you oh okay <laughs> yeah like a few centuries ago or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so they're looking specifically for like queer ghosts yeah for queer That's ghosts so funny. It, yeah i was it's really entertaining actually <laughs> wait so are they queer themselves yes so they're queer ghost hunters hunting and queer ghosts queer ghosts queer ghosts so they're like yeah. on the EMF, like they're just like yes, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should check it out. I don't know, it's it's a fun watch. I've only seen like a bit of an episode though. I don't, I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> yeah, why is that not more of a thing? Like that's yeah, I don't know if they still make episodes. Yeah, it seems oh. like a pretty niche. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's literally. Yeah, they're literally called hunters. queer ghost hunters. Right. <laughs> when was the last time they posted a video? One year ago. Oh. oh. I mean, oh, no. probably like COVID. Yeah. Can't go oh, out okay. Ghost I was hunt. thinking a much sinister ending. Oh. <laughs> oh, I think they're like a TV show, but the like the YouTube channel only has like snippets and stuff. Oh right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because like all these videos are like a minute, two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, queer prison ghosts. <laughs> but like how do you like when you're calling out a queer ghost like how is it yeah, how do you know that the ghost is queer <laughs> yeah I don't like know. do you have different like <laughs> like i don't know like i guess i guess i would songs and then like, oh. <laughs> like i don't understand how you know maybe they like have a different <laughs> maybe they have like documentation of like a person Oh, okay. Oh, like and they already know someone like the, yeah. exists, and they're and looking they're like, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, this place is haunted by that person," <laughs> oh, and then they know okay. about that person because yeah. of like a diary or something. Yeah, and then they go to that location and try and find the ghost. I guess. Yeah, we'll just have to go watch. Yeah, to find out. <laughs> but yeah. So moving on to the next monster. <laughs> so um, vampires. These are creatures that feed on the blood of the living. It's like mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So vampires are also what is known as revenants. So these are human corpses that return from the grave to harm the living. Oh, didn't so, know. Not, did not yeah, know that. I didn't know that, yeah. I thought you, I thought you just got bitten. And yeah, then, I thought like like all my knowledge is from like vampire diaries. Yeah, especially like yeah in modern interpretations, yeah. it's not so much the haunting part. Mm-hmm. But do you guys believe in vampires? But no, no, but they are a thing, right? Like people 
proclaim like, themselves as vampires. Yeah, but do you believe in the, I guess, Hollywood depiction of them? No. <laughs> what do I think of Hollywood depiction I, of vampires? Like, uh, think about, like, Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> or, like, that kind of thing. <laughs> like, condescending to, towards oh, Hotel then, I, I used to read um, a book series called My Sister the Vampire or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used that's to read, like... That's all I know about um, vampires. I don't know, the Shadowhunter series, uh-huh. and there are vampires in that as well. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't really. But like, would you even know if someone was a vampire if you came across them? Because like, what? they don't they don't go out during the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, in no, okay, because in the, the Vampire Diaries, they show vampires that go out during the day and they have this protection thing. Oh. And but like, it confuses me because so they look exactly the same as like a hundred years ago, right? But then yeah. nobody like picked it up. Like, nobody picks up, like, in the photographs of, like, wow, wow, wow that guy looks exactly the same. Oh, as, yeah. like, I mean, I guess if you could just keep moving and then, like, <laughs> you will never know that you're, you're not aging because they wouldn't see you for that long. Yeah. It'd be kind of weird if you just didn't eat garlic. Yeah. Garlic is good. Yeah. I mean, and it's common. Like, yeah. it's not a rare ingredient. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, everything has garlic. So, yeah. So people would probably notice if yeah, you're actively it's like, it's like, avoiding oh, garlic. You're allergic to garlic? That's a bit <laughs> sus. <laughs> I, I don't know, know like, anything I think, about I vampires. I don't eat garlic that much. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like it's literally in everything. Like you know, all like your chips you have and garlic eat, powder. Right, and, like, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of hard to avoid garlic. I think. Yeah, yeah. but like I don't know enough about vampires to know anything about like, them really. But, yeah, because I guess like I guess because in this these new modern depictions, like some of it, the way they I don't know if it's like they researched or anything for it but a lot of the classic characteristics of a vampire they don't like they're like oh this is not true like this yeah. is, i don't know oh. they research for that yeah but like i don't know yeah, i mean i still don't believe in vampires by the way but like you guys sound like you're actually considering it <laughs> no, I'm like, 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 like oh, okay like, if you take it as like what the modern depiction is like yeah there's different views of what it constitutes to be yeah. a vampire. And also, there's anything a self-proclaimed out. vampires, yeah. which I don't want to uh, validate. Yeah. <laughs> so like, okay, I'm sure, I'm sure, like there are people out there who are like, I am a vampire. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there are. They're literally especially are. in like goth subculture. Yeah. There are people that, wow. but they don't like show off that they're drinking really? blood. I watched a video of this, these three people and um the woman and the man. They said that they didn't know like who they are. That there was something wrong with them, and then they started drinking blood, and then. Wait, like human blood? I I can't say with certain. I think, I I feel like a bit because I feel like they drank blood from each other. So, but yeah. Does that Uh count as cannibalism? Yeah. Because it's not, (laughs) it's human. Yeah. Eating. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Science does offer some explanations for the early sightings of vampires. One of the most horrifying reasons is premature burial. So someone was buried alive and they thought that the corpse Mm. or like the person was dead. And then they thought it was a vampire because the corpse was moving, but they were still alive, which is like more horrific than vampires themselves. Is that commonly happens? Yeah, I've heard about it. So I reckon it's happened more than once at least. Yeah. (laughs) And this is all like for early stuff. Like not right now. People aren't being buried alive currently. Or I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give us a message if you're listening from... You should ask a mortician. <laughs> yeah. Um, another kind of depressing reason is grief. So wanting, so people Aww. wanting their loved ones to come back from death so bad that they believe that that person would become a vampire. Oh. Right. Okay. 
so then they're just imagining their view of that or they're just like hoping yeah like like, vampires must be real he must be out there somewhere that sort of thing you want them to come back as a vampire like you know what i mean like yeah Mm. okay that's interesting because i could imagine that for ghosts like being a reason like ghosts oh yeah yeah the vampire like it's like them coming back as a zombie right yeah it's yeah i guess vampires are the most human like because they're i don't know depictions of them show them as being like humans it's just that they have these certain limitations (laughs) (laughs) limitations. yeah so i guess vampire would be like the most close to as if they were alive it's like like the most they could get with a compromise yeah (laughs) like it's also like fantasy but because vampires live forever right yeah Uh, and like so people like that idea of like you know i don't know yeah. i feel like it's yeah. a cool thing to look yeah up to i guess yeah so a more innocent reason is a lack of understanding of decomposition <laughs> innocent <laughs> yeah because um yeah people didn't understand what how or the process of decomposition so for example gases from decomposition cause swelling and blood to ooze from the mouth or nose so that kind of gives the illusion oh, of okay. vampire right, activity. Right, right. Oh, that makes sense. And also, um, vampires were staked, right? So staking the bodies could cause gases to escape, creating groan-like sounds yeah. as the gases pass through the vocal cords and mm. all that. And also, the skin and gums lose fluid and contract after death. So it looks so often with decomposing bodies, it looks like their hair and nails have grown, because oh, but it's yeah. just their skin receding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also with the gums receding, it makes their teeth look like fangs. Yeah. Oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Another pretty good explanation can be found in this blood disorder called porphyria. <laughs> and this causes the body to produce less heme, which is an essential part of hemoglobin. Mm. So listen to the symptoms of this. Sensitivity to sunlight, receding gums, um, dark red urine. So people believe that they drank blood because of this. Aversion to garlic, aversion to mirrors, and fear of the crucifix. So these were all characteristics that people with Uh. this disorder had. So receding gums could look like fangs. As mentioned before, the dark red urine, people could believe that they drank blood because of this. Mm -hmm. And physicians did recommend uh, to sufferers to drink blood because um, it helps alleviate some of the symptoms. Although they did recommend animal blood instead of human blood. But like, imagine the image of people only going out in the dark with fangs or appearing to have fangs looking for blood <laughs> that's basically <laughs> that, kind that of the description lines of vampires up so magically like I'm yeah. like that is so yeah. bright <laughs> yeah and like aversion to garlic the sulfur in garlic exacerbated porphyria so that caused them pain so oh, that's why they didn't whoa. want garlic <laughs> and oh. aversion to mirrors because this disease um caused significant facial disfigurement so of course, they wouldn't want to look in the mirror. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and also fear of the crucifix. So back then, people seriously believed in vampires and they were burned at the stake. So of course, they would fear people of right. Christian faith because mm-hmm. otherwise they could be seen as vampires and then killed. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So these are pretty like solid That's explanations. That's really solid. Yeah. I feel like now when people ask me what vampire, like I'm, I'm going to just think about that. Like yeah, that is they just had a blood disorder. Lines up so well. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm going to talk about Zombie. zombies, which are <laughs> also revenants created through the reanimation of a corpse. So the 
origin of zombies is actually pretty dark and I wasn't sure whether to include it in this episode but I feel like it is really important especially with like the current situation but they first appeared in Haiti in the 17th and 18th centuries when it was ruled by France mm-hmm. and the creation of the belief in zombies was reflective of the inhumanity that slaves endured and the yeah. relentless misery and subjugation that mm-hmm. they were dealing with. So slaves believed that dying would release them back to Africa, which was a kind of afterlife and meant freedom for them, while suicide would condemn them to becoming a soulless body, so walking the plantations for eternity. So basically zombies, or like mm-hmm. that's where it started. And it... It's really, it's pretty sad because um, this shows that the existence of the zombie is proof that the abuse slaves suffered was more powerful than life itself, where they imagined continuing to be slaves even after death. And as time passed, even with um, culture in in Haiti, the zombies' roots in the horrors of slavery were being diluted, like even within the culture itself, as mm-hmm. it turned to more like voodoo and that sort of thing. And... Mm-hmm. Eventually, it made its way into the media. And now so, and now, it's pretty ironic that zombies are a symbol of escapism. So leaving everyday life to enter a more adventurous, high-stakes environment. Or like fictional enslavement. That's yeah. so oh. sad. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. That is so sad that that is... Whoa. <laughs> yeah. But I think it is important to acknowledge that. The modern-day yeah. depiction of zombies is wildly different that... I personally would consider it as totally separate from its past. And even like where its roots were in Haiti, it has changed for them as well. But oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> like sad. when you hear zombies now, you hear of the brain eating. Yeah, like, like plants and zombies, walking dead. Yeah. Those like, sort of things. Like parasites that eat your brain. Yeah. And you become a zombie. Oh my God. Wait, parasites that eat your brain and then you become its slave. Yeah. I feel like that's so sad that the original meaning or like the original like idea of zombie had, like got over I don't know how do I say it yeah over overshadowed yeah yeah I feel yeah. like not enough people know about its origins yeah that's why I felt like because I didn't want to bring such like a serious topic into what is supposed to be a fun Halloween episode yeah but after encountering this yeah. I felt like I needed to share it like mm, yeah. it didn't make sense to just gloss over mm. um this important information yeah but yeah Yeah. i mean it makes sense yeah that's like wow you know i really want to know more about witches and fairies yeah or the fae people witches i can tell you a bit about because that was um our elective history topic in oh the salem witch trials yeah the like what cause of the witch um witches and all that stuff um weren't they just lesbians (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) it was like like a theory i mean i i didn't i think my essay one of the essays i wrote was um reasons for the witch hunt or whatever yeah and i think some of it was that there was also this idea of like cultural tensions where with um the younger people and the older people and so um there was ideas that like some of the girls in the village made it up because of they of like they wanted to rebel or something against um their their elders and so they wanted to like basically um i guess like this is a way to scare them as well and like there was also stuff about um in that time there was like poisoning in the fields or whatever or what they were eating so this caused people to have like really crazy um I don't know hallucinations and all this like stuff, right? And so it's like paranoia. Yeah, and then they just started to like the re like the the characteristics 
one of which ones was like pretty dumb like it was just like oh you have a cat oh. <laughs> like because it was seen your cat was like a creature through which you could like you know i don't know connect to the spiritual yeah. realm oh. or whatever like that like the characteristics were like some of the dumbest things i've like ever read about it was just like your and definitely like in females as well it was seen mm-hmm. more to have like you know um but like when they actually because they would have their trials right like for the witches or whatever <laughs> and then um i actually be laughing it's actually really sad because like a lot of innocent women yeah that just had all these storm characteristics about like, yeah. they had a cat <laughs> yeah like wait what are they and they were tor- and, and as well part of this you know like they were tortured and yeah well, after a while when you're tortured you'll say anything right to get mm-hmm. out of the torture yeah yeah like keep an eye out for next year halloween maybe we'll go into fairies and fairies. witches witches Fairy. yeah but what yeah. else are there demons um <laughs> yeah <else>? demons <laughs> what, what, uh, like woodland folk like what are they called oh my god reminds nymphs. me of nymphs yeah it reminds me of the magic faraway tree like literally my favorite book yeah me too so good. moon face <laughs> <laughs> like they were climbing up the tree and they i were, wish they were that just... was real <laughs> yeah I, I always wanted to try the honey cakes yeah yeah i always wanted i just wanted to go on those like I like imagine like all your friends are just living in a tree house and then at the top is a different island every day. Yeah. That's so fun. And then like some of the islands are so good. Like mm. Yeah. <laughs> We're just talking about Rod yeah. you know, Emily. In Biden. In Emily. Emily Dickinson. Emily Dickinson? No. Oh like Frankenstein's monster. I love that um Mary Shelley's avenue of like yeah because that's like I guess about the idea of like science and yeah um, monsters I guess yeah I wanted to also go into some scientific explanations for what is the modern interpretation of zombies so theories about what could be what could cause that zombie-like state or theories of the zombie apocalypse Mm -hmm. so one of the first things is um this syndrome called Kluver-Busey syndrome or KVS so the symptoms of that are hyperorality, which means excessive chewing or food craving or wanting to eat atypical things like brains. <laughs> um, <laughs> another symptom is hypermetamorphosis, which is excessive atten- attentiveness to visual stimuli. So needing to touch every stimulus. Mm. Um, another thing is placidity, which is calmness. Um, visual agnosia, which is the inability to recognize what? They are seeing amnesia, memory loss, and also sufferers of KBS are also known to be violent when catatonic. So yeah, this would explain zombies. If you think about zombies walking slowly with their arms out, mm. <laughs> etc. Yeah, um, wow. they're eating brains, which are atypical, <laughs> or like human brains anyway. Another um, medical condition that could be responsible is called encephalitis lethargica, which has symptoms of lethargy double vision and delayed physical and mental response so this leaves um sufferers in a catatonic state and they can be volatile when disturbed so they can like if you so much as to like talk to them or something they can like lose their stuff (laughs) yeah (laughs) lose Um, their marbles yeah (laughs) there is actually someone that believes that they can theoretically genetically engineer a hybrid of rabies, influenza, and Ebola to oh. form what is the zombie apocalypse type spread that is of zombies. Terrifying. So this person is Dr. Andriansky. And so 
rabies is included to make the people act like zombies, influenza, so it's airborne, because even though it's typically seen to be spreading through biting, this, I guess, wouldn't, <laughs> it feels weird to say, but it wouldn't spread effectively <laughs> if it was through biting. So yeah, yeah. It's more, like the it would be more of... effective <laughs> to spread through the air, because, <laughs> like, if, like, with biting, you can easily control it, just, like, yeah. trap but, like, people. Wait, like, but, like, biting, wouldn't that just, like, be your saliva, right? Yeah. But if you, oh, I guess zombies don't talk, do they? No, not really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't even know if they breathe because they're not. Oh. They're dead. Okay, so that well, definitely wouldn't be a very viable mode of transmission. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess because like we talk, so then like droplets from our mouth right. always yeah. kind of flood around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Ebola is included to give them that deathly physical appearance. <laughs> so that's just oh. um, in yeah. the article. Um, she mentioned it's just an aesthetic yeah. add-on <laughs> yeah. to this disease or this hybrid another theory is that people that are zombies or zombies are driven by a part of the frontal lobe known as the amygdala Mm -hmm. amygdala 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 sorry amygdala yeah um the amygdala so this causes them to be overcome by uncontrolled basic emotions like anger which is similar to how the brain of crocodiles work, actually. Oh. So alongside only being driven by the amygdala, they could also have a malfunctioning ventromedial hypothalamus, which would cause them to always be hungry. So yeah. Wow. So zombies theoretically could exist, or what the zombie-like state, like the trance-like state, hungry, right. <laughs> etc. Yeah. Weird in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like you know, the cocktail of medical conditions. Yeah. Or diseases that can be put together to make someone a zombie. Wouldn't that just like harm the person as well that they oh, create? Yeah, yeah. Like, like wouldn't that just kill them? Yeah. So oh, like, okay. So they eventually die anyway. Well, yeah. yeah. So it wouldn't but be it like would a sustainable across. zombie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it wouldn't build. I mean, with like the brain conditions, yeah. maybe it would be sustainable. But with like the disease, like. Like, Ebola. like rabies, influenza, and Ebola. Ebola. Yeah. yeah. You're not going like, to live for very long. No. But yeah. So I think with the current technology we have, the <laughs> Hollywood depiction of a zombie apocalypse is not something that we can recreate, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. most probably it won't be something that happens. Yeah, probably yeah. something we shouldn't need to worry about right now. Yeah, <laughs> But um, the CDC actually has a part of their website that is like a zombie survival thing oh. which is like it's cdc is like a serious yeah. organization but they do this like it's a zombie preparedness module part of their assignment <laughs> or their assignment their website and this is for getting people prepared for general emergencies i kind of appreciate that oh, like, okay. I appreciate like it's like a fun way to frame thought. it like, like yeah. you need to build yourself a bunker yeah, yeah. like I don't know, if people don't take natural disasters or uh, that sort of thing yeah. seriously, I guess maybe they would be into the idea <laughs> of zombies and then prepare for it. Yeah. Which in turn allows you to be prepared for a lot of other things. Oh, that's oh, kind of cool. That's really okay, cool. That's yeah, because it's the same sort of thing, right? Yeah. Because like, yeah. with zombie apocalypses, like you're hiding, you need water, food, yeah. Yeah, stuff stored, place to hide, etc. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's so true because I feel like everybody thinks about how they would prepare for a zombie apocalypse, but not much people think about like other things that could happen. So yeah. I guess that like, would more realistic more probable, things that could happen. Yeah, natural disasters. Yeah. Mm. So like framing, preparing for a natural disaster as preparing for a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it's more fun. Yeah, it's pretty smart. Yeah. yeah, and there's yeah, there's a part of that, <laughs> a part of that um 
part of the website that's like why is the CDC talking about zombie apocalypse and that's where they explain that oh, it's okay. for it's just for general preparedness so to our listeners thank you so much for tuning into this episode hopefully you didn't get too spooked we'd really appreciate your input about anything we've discussed today via our social media platforms you can find us at SciQueriesPod on instagram and twitter science queries on facebook or email us at sciencequeriespod at gmail.com to send us any comments thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next week on science queries have a safe and spooktacular halloween <laughs>